Welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardaker, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. This week, this is kind of a community submission, and this topic's all about trigger words. And if you're new to Ombi, you might be sitting there thinking, man, come on, this is another thing with a weird name, and I just don't get it. But bear with me. I'm going to show you all about this one. This one came thanks to Joe Kay, who asked me a series of questions about trigger words. And we got into the conversation and I came to the realization that a lot of people don't actually know how to use them properly. So this episode, I'm going to break down what a trigger word is, how to use it in your training, in your surfing, how it helps your surfing. And I'm going to give you a ton and ton of examples, ways that you can implement it, ways I've done it in the past and ways that you may want to try it. So. This is a really good episode. This is really key to connecting your land-based training if you're doing that, and also what you do in the ocean. So without further ado, let's get into it. First thing first then, what the bloody hell is a trigger word? And how does this help my surfing? So if you're new, a trigger word is simply just a single word or a phrase of words put together that you use to cause you to create action. It's meant to connect movements or actions to that short phrase and simplify the whole thought process, allowing you to focus more on the here and now. So put that into perspective. If I say run, you run. That's a trigger word. That's it. That's a simple say. Or if you say jump, if you do a little hop, things like that. These are all little trigger words that you train with your brain to say, this word means do that. So now we're going to connect that back into your surfing. And the next part is, what's the point? Why is this so beneficial? Why should I do this? And if you think about it, if you were surfing on a wave and you went to think about all the steps to do a bottom turn, that'd be a pretty long list, resulting in you being pretty distracted and probably introducing tension or stress into your surfing. So the whole point of the trigger word is to minimize that thought process and the mind can act quicker and shorten all the required steps into one or highlight one key part of the process to focus on. That's the main goal of your trigger word. So when you put that into practice, when you're surfing, there's so many distractions. There's so many things going on. You don't need to be clogging your brain up thinking, I need to move my body this way and I need to pivot this way and I need to do this and X, Y, Z. The list goes on. It gets ridiculous. So to give you an example, I want to step out a whole bunch of the things that you would need to do for a bottom turn. So if you're riding the wave and you decide that you want to do a bottom turn and you need to think through that step, this goes back to something where you're unconsciously aware, subconsciously aware, that whole train of, of learning experiences. And if you wanted to remind yourself where well, you have to be conscious about that movement, you'd have to sit there and go, start in neutral stance, ride down the wave, connect with the bottom power zone, look to the section where you want to go, compress the knees, lean on the inside rail, engage the bottom turn, draw the back arm down and deepen the lean, hold the bottom turn for several seconds, Continuing to look where you want to go, slowly as you, as you approach the section and come out of it, come out of the maneuver and extend up. That's just your bottom turn. That's like six or seven steps. That's a lot for your brain to think about, and that's when you start bringing in stress. Or you come up with a trigger word, and you can think lean or any other trigger word that makes sense. It doesn't matter what it is. It just needs to make sense to you. And that one word just goes, 
okay, now I'm kind of in autopilot. I remember this word means to do all these things in a row. And that's it. But that that's just not the whole part of trigger words. There's a whole different aspect to it. And that's the mental side of surfing. What I've been leaning towards and getting you to think about is stress and tension and trigger words simplifying what you do. So we also need to talk about the mental side of surfing. And surfing, as I said before, can be so distracting. We're creatures of habit and we constantly go into fight or flight mode or what's also known in psychology terms as DIPI. Now, DIPI is an acronym and it stands for danger, interesting, pleasurable, and important. And this four-letter acronym is somewhat of a priority system for information that comes through us and how we naturally respond to it with dangerous things overcoming pleasurable things. So when we're out surfing, the first things that come into our brain and they rank the highest are danger, then interesting, then pleasurable, important. So if you're focusing on something that gives you pleasure, which is surfing, being in the right spot, doing the right things, things feeling good, but something of danger comes up, you freak out. And if you think about that in terms of everyday occurrences in the surf, that might be you surfing, going to do a top turn, and some kid, some swimmer, some person pops up out of nowhere, and you think, oh crap, if I don't make this turn, I'm probably going to hit him. That's the point of dippy, and that's what stuffs up your surfing, and you need to be able to switch that off. That's the short and sweet of dippy. It's a whole other conversation, and something I will get to, because it's super important. It's something that we go into on our structured training programs in the 12-week program. But for now, the idea is that you just understand that key aspect of how Dippy works, what it roughly is at face value, and this priority system for how information comes into you. And th that information and how it comes in will drastically control what you do and how you behave. So that's the main things to remember. So this can make yourself incredibly difficult to maintain long thoughts or focus. And this is why flow is so sought after in surfing. It's about being present and letting things happen without force or restriction. And by implementing a trigger word, and training with it, and repeating it over and over, it can help those actions become easier to replicate and allow more space mentally to make the micro adjustments you need to make on every wave based on what's going on, where you are, and what you're trying to achieve. So if you think back to the example of someone popping up as you're doing a top turn, you need to make micro adjustments if your brain is thinking about all the different steps you need to do, you don't have the capacity to do that. But if you just think, oh, pass the coffee cup, you're, you're only thinking about this one movement and one thing is leading every other action. And then when that dangerous thing shows up and causes you to go fight or flight, your brain isn't overwhelmed. It's only got one thing to focus on, which is either you bail or you make the correction so that you don't hit that person. And that's it. As I said, this episode is going to be filled with a ton of examples. And one of the things that people do wrong or they struggle with with trigger words and training different things is they're focusing on the whole movement. Now, when you're starting out, a trigger word that focuses on one whole movement is great because it's just like you need to feel what that movement feels like and just get started with it. When you start tweaking that movement, you need to make adjustments in how you do it, which is making one part of that movement better and focusing on that. So I want to give you an example that I've personally done myself to improve my cutbacks. When you think of improving your cutback, I actually don't want you to think about improving 
every seven, ten steps, however many there are in doing a cutback. It's about improving one step, one part of it, and nailing that part and then moving on to the next. And this is where trigger words can come in handy because if you have part of that movement that you're not doing properly, the trigger word can come in very usefully as a pattern interrupter to break out you of your bad habits. So for most surfers, the cutback will always elude them as they don't open up their front shoulder during it. If you don't open up that front shoulder, how do you ever expect to turn around, see the foam and cut back to it? If you're facing down the line, your body is going to point in that direction. You don't want to twist to create the torque to center that down to your board and actually turn. If you can't twist and turn and open up that front shoulder, all you're doing is locking up part of the body and restricting movement. So if you were trying to work around this one problem, you would forget the rest of the cutback. You just want to focus on this one part. You've trained it before. You've got the rough understanding of a cutback. Now you need to work on the little details. And you're going to create a trigger word where it reminds you of how to open up the leading shoulder and follow through with a twist. This would allow the rest of the maneuver to happen, but your attention is giving to fixing the biggest problem in your maneuver, making that 1% improvement each time. If that's the slap in the face you need sometimes to wake up and do the action or fix bad habits, then that's why you bring in a trigger word because you're not doing something. So now you bring something and you go, oh, do this action. Great, done, sweet. So now my example with this is I did thumb points the way. Now, if you're sitting, standing, wherever you are, the idea is that I'm going to do this from the perspective of a natural footer. If you're goofy, just mirror it. But your back arm is your coffee cup arm, as Clay always says. Your front arm is the one that needs to get out of the way to create the twist. If you put your front arm and hug yourself with it, you restrict that motion to lock up. You can't really twist with your front arm hugging your chest. So if you get your front arm, put it out in front of you, just roughly wherever, doesn't matter, and roll the palm over so your palm is facing up to the ceiling and your thumb is pointing to your left for a natural footer, right for a goofy. You've now opened up your shoulder. What's happening is your shoulder is rotating backwards and out. It's creating space. So when you twist and look over that front shoulder now, you have more range of motion to move. So for me, all I was doing was saying thumb points the way, which just said to me, Roll that thumb up. That's the first part of the movement to make sure that I keep going through with my twist. And that's it. That's the trigger wet. That's my example of a cutback with thumb points the way. To quickly recap, we've got a trigger word for a whole movement. And that's when you may be learning that movement for the first time. First couple times, really trying to feel it out and figure out what's going on. And then you've got a trigger word to work on the the 1%, the one part that you can make better each time. And then the question that's obvious is, well, how do we come up with a trigger word? Or what can be a trigger word? And to be honest, anything can be. And you can be using multiple trigger words across your surfing for anything you want. Ideally though, I suggest you focusing on only approving a few things in your surfing. And that's to keep you focused and to also measure that success. It's something that I've written a big long article for on ombi.co. You can go to the guides and search for focusing on the one thing at a time. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to read it as well. 
but the point being one trigger word per maneuver or bad habit. Other than that, it's all about creating a word or phrase that connects with you and the change you want to make. You can copy mine, but I recommend you make your own. The more personal they are, the more powerful they are to you. You need to remember this and it needs to trigger you to create action. That's the point of the trigger word. So whatever you come up with, doesn't matter how bad it is, no one needs to know what it is. All you need to know is that phrase means I do this. And that's the part of it. That's the most important part. If it doesn't connect with you, you're not going to action it well. Right, so we're 10 minutes deep into this and all we've established is what's a trigger word? What's a trigger word? What's a trigger word? What's a trigger word? Let's actually get into our training. That's the most important part that everyone wants to do. But everything I've just said is the parts that people overlook. You need to make a connect with you. That's far important. You need to understand what you're trying to change, this and that. But now you need to train with it. And the most important part is that you use your trigger word and you actually use it. Let that sink in. You need to use the trigger word. It sounds really simple, but most people don't. It's a word, not a thought, so say it out loud. Who cares what others think? So if you're at home doing land-based training, skating, whatever it is, say the trigger word, then do the action. The point of that is that's power in the trigger word, and it comes from using it. You need to train or perform the movement while using it. And the point of that is that this word then connects to the movement and makes the connection between you mentally and physically. Think of this as a neural pathway that you need to train. And a neural pathway is a connection between your body and your muscles. By doing the movement and saying the word, you're training that. You're telling your body, when I say this, I do this. So if you're going out and training and you're saying pop up, walk up, whatever it is, but you're not saying it and you're just doing it, how do you know that you're training that into your body? So when you get out into the surf and you need a pattern interrupter, you need to stop a bad habit, you need to tell yourself, don't do that, do this, you need to say it. You need to remind yourself, I've trained with this word for X amount of time, I'm now going to use it that will stop me from creating bad habits or repeating them. This then leads us to another example. We're gonna talk about the pop-up and how you practice the pop-up and integrate that with the trigger word. And I'd suggest you come up with your own trigger word. We call it the walk-up, as that essentially all it is. You're just walking up to your feet. We try and make it sound as simple as it is to try and take that pressure away from it. But come up with something that makes sense to you. If you wanna use walk-up, go for it. So to train this, you would get into your starting position. If you're doing this on land, lay down on the floor. If you're doing this on your surfboard, out in the actual surf, try and just blank everything else out that's going on. Try and be distractionless. Don't worry about the waves doing. Just try and get to a starting position. Then you need to use your trigger word. You need to say it out loud or however you're using it, but the idea is that you're using the word. Then you immediately perform the walk up. If you're doing this in land training, the end of the pop-up, I would pause and think or use the trigger word again. And this is to further cement the connection between movement and phrase. So where people 
are going wrong in land-based training that I see is when they practice the pop-up, they rush it. They get straight down, they do their pop-up, they get halfway into neutral stance, and then they rush back down to do a pop-up. And it's like, do the rep, do the rep, do the rep, do the rep. And I'm like, no, do, do the thing that trains the connection between your muscles and your brain, which is get down into your starting position, say the trigger word, do the action, get to the end of the action, pause, think about what you've just done, make sure that you've done it right, and then be like, walk up. So you, to repeat this, which if you really want extra points, follow along, I would sit there and say, walk up, duh, 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 duh. get into your position, walk up. Then when you've done that, I'd return to the beginning, start over again. Next week, I'm going to run through land-based training and how people can make better use of their time and make sure they're training things right and without bad habits. But that's the introduction to that one side of land-based training and to make sure that you're doing it right. Trigger words are then obviously really useful for land-based training. And land-based training is all about building muscle memory, making that connection between body and mind, and trigger words really hone in on the connection between your mind and your body. But it comes a time when you're doing all this land training and you're like, I just want to see results in the surf. And trigger words are definitely going to help you in the surf. I always suggest and strongly recommend you go out and surf without stress, without tension. Don't worry about this. If you can't train something in the surf without bringing in stress, then don't train anything. Just sit out there, relax. Things happen better when you're stress-free. When you're stressed, you don't move well. You don't think well. But if you can introduce this into your surfing, then great. A trigger word in the surf is a great thing to do for you that's going to help with those little things that you need to change each time. But out in the surf, as I mentioned before, Dippy can take over. Remember, dangerous, interesting, pleasurable, and important. So if something comes up, it can take you completely out of that whole frame of mind and flow. And I don't want you to overcomplicate this. I want you to make it very simple. Tension and stress, as I said before, are your enemy in surfing. It'll ruin a good surf, negatively impact style, and prevent you from moving freely or well at all. If you take your trigger words out into the surf, think about them during the lulls. Between waves. On the wave, just try to forget and just act or use your trigger word to fix one small issue. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it hard for yourself. This is a process that's entirely personal to you. You need to figure out what is most effective for you to recreate your training and muscle memory in the surf. I have my own ways. I have ways that I advocate to people, but you have to go through that experience and find out what gives you the best stress-free environment, but allows you to still train a bit or focus on what you want to change. You can come up with a million ways to remember the phrase. You can write it on your board. You can put it with tape. You can write it on your hand. Or you can come up with a funny phrase, anything. But the main thing is that you use it in a stress-free way. And before we wrap up, I want to tell you how I use trigger words and my own personal method to use them in the surf. And that's to fix just one small part of a movement. You may say, yeah, sure, I've got years of experience and I'm a surf coach, but I try not to focus on trigger words out in the surf that have one full movement in them. So I don't want to do everything that does 10 steps in one 
I want to relax. Like most people, I do struggle with stress in the surfing. It's the biggest thing I want to change in my surfing because it'll change my style. It'll change everything. But for me, I pick trigger words that fix one small bad habit and I remind myself them during the lulls. And then on a wave, if I feel like I'm making a bad habit, I remind myself of that trigger word. This seems to happen to me unconsciously now. I seem to be able to tell when I'm not opening up my shoulders properly if I'm trying to work on my cutbacks. And that doesn't come from being a surf coach. That comes from just using the phrase and working on habits over time. If I find myself really delving deep into bad habits and getting frustrated or not just not doing what I want to be doing, I will slow it down and use the trigger word out loud before or during the movement, finding a way to calm, relax, breathe, and reset. I've had success with trigger words, introducing new ones, and I'm starting to find that over years and years of using them and then introducing a new one, as I come up, my brain just seems to snap and goes, remember that one new trigger word, that one new 1% that you're working on? Say it now, do it. And when that happens, you're having these light bulb moments. And the joy and the excitement you get from that is amazing because you're just saying to yourself straight away, I'm fixing a bad habit and God, that feels good. So I hope that you can go out, take from this, how to apply trigger words. Start seeing them in the surf, start seeing them in your land training, working on them. But to give you a full summary, because this is quite an in-depth topic and it may take you a couple times to really hone in and grasp how to use trigger words properly. You need to use your trigger word every time you train a movement. You need to connect it with you personally, make that word or phrase mean something to you. And you need to build the connection between body and mind, not just the muscle memory. Out in the surf, focus on relaxing and develop the system that allows you to use them without causing stress or tension. That is important. Any word can be a trigger word. You have trigger words for a whole movement. Do that when you're trying to first start into the movement. Then come up with a trigger word to do something that fixes one part of it. To use a bottom turn, just be in the pocket. Do one for that. Find the bottom power zone. Do that. Engage the lean. Hold the lean. There are all so many different parts of the maneuver you can break down by one bottom, one trigger word for that and fix that one part and work on it for a while. And then this whole process is about making surfing easier. That's the point of a trigger word. So remember that it's about connecting your brain to flow. You want to be flowing on the wave. You want to be doing one thing after the other without stress. You need to create a system, the trigger words to make your brain act without having to think as much as it needs to. So I hope, does that explain how to actually use a trigger word? Does it make, does it make you want to introduce them more? We'll start using them in your surfing. As always, I'd love to know. You can email me at info at ombi.co. As I said at the start, most of these podcast episodes are going to come from community questions. So if you've got a question, send it in. There'll be a follow-up to this one next week. And this is deeply connected to this topic. And that's introducing changes to how you practice your training and ensure you do it properly without introducing bad habits. It's kind of a two-part rough series but they're deeply connected. You need to use your trigger word properly and you need to do the movement properly. So next week's all about how to make sure 
that for the learning experience, you do the movement properly and can connect the mind and body to a learning experience and make sure you're not training bad habits. And if you're new to Ombi and you're liking the surf coaching, our approach to surf coaching, you can scroll down to the show notes. You can click on the link there. You can download the Ombi Surf Method PDF. This is our PDF from our head coach, Clay. It's all of his coaching wrapped up into one. It's an extensive PDF. It's not just a couple of pages. It's a, a lot of information and training there for you to consume. And that's free. You can have that anytime. Otherwise, we have our structured training programs and you can find them at ombi.co or we've got a whole list of guides and everything else you need to improve your surfing. We have a whole long back catalog of YouTube videos, tutorials, surf hack live episodes where you can meet the community, talk and ask us questions. But other than that, I'll see you next week for our land-based training episode. I hope you get some good waves. There's a, a good window of swell and surf coming for me this week here on the north, north coast of Cornwall. So to you, I hope you get some surf, try some trigger words, try them at training first before you take them into the surf, establish them in movement first, then take them into practice in the ocean. That's the key.